going to spend all our money on a naked man and some wine. <laughs> and that's D&D! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Hey. How are you? Oh, we're just we're pretty pretty doing pretty, we're pretty business. Does anybody remember what happened last time? Worm. Oh. Sure yep. do. Uh, Dominated by worm. Oh, worm? Yeah, man. <laughs> Purple worm. Uh, we saved we the Surrey, though. Yeah! Yes, you did. You got yeah, Surrey. I got eaten at the end, too. Yeah, but you weren't for like a second. Yeah, for like a yeah, second. Yeah, for like a second. <laughs> yeah, a little. <laughs> so, yes, largely worm. Before that, you sort of explored the Senate, or the Ducal Palace, met all the uh, successors yeah. Casca, Bernard, and Alasia. You also relaxed around your new quarters that were offered to you free of charge while you're, while you're guests of, of the palace. Woohoo! Got a sense for the successors. All three of them gave you the same quest to follow up on, which was the aforementioned worm. Convenient! Uh-huh. Which was the worm. You went, found Hector, interviewed some of the guardsmen who had been sent to slay the worm, and uh, it didn't work out too well for them. It didn't do very well. Nope. And so then you made your way... A few hours out into the Keeplands, where the the worm had been last spotted, you met the owner of one of yeah. the uh, ancient keep slash mansion slash mainline sprawls. Who was? Is, like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, basically, he's like uh, he's packing his bags and taking a boat to Orlais, and he actually offered if you were in the market for a keep slash mansion to meet him at the Seven Cats. Yes, I'd like that. <laughs> so that is open to you. You then proceeded to slay the worm after half of you being ingested for a short amount of time. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. And it did. Uh, and then right at the end, after felling it, Alcyone, with a cunning nature roll, recognized it to indeed be a purple worm, generally a denizen of the Underdark. So to find right. it here was rather strange. That's where we left off. Yeah, that's weird. You're standing Uh-oh, over the corpse of an enormous worm. We have that tooth thing for Bernard. Yep, you got a huge tooth. So, here we are, stood over the corpse of an enormous worm, leaking purple juices. What would you like to do? Both the two of you covered in slime and stuff. She's not. She pressed it. I'm going to be pressing myself clean uh, over the course, and I can also do that for you as well, if you like. Yes, please. I can do that for you. Thank you. Well, shall we go back? Uh, yeah. Do we need something besides a tooth from the worm? I don't know if we needed anything from it. How can you take back its head? Where does the head end and the rest of the worm yeah, begin? It's just all sort of one long piece. I was thinking like another tooth, perhaps. Oh, oh that makes more sense. I'll go near its mouth if you two don't. I'll go find its mouth. It was a question. I didn't mean you had to... We have it one tooth already. How, how many teeth can one man possibly need? That's why it was a question. Well, he's... I, mean, I don't think no. he was specifically tasked with bringing anything back. He said if we found anything of interest. Looks like we have something of interest, though. Well, then I'm not going to go pull its teeth out. Let's go home. Great. No one said you should. <laughs> you just did that on your own. We're down a horse, by the way. Oh, someone can hop up on Nobo with me. I still have my weird one, well, so I'm sticking with him. Well, you take your weird one. I'll short Hector, thank you. Yeah, uh, Hector's horse is uh, comparative to the weird horse in the other two. Who's <laughs> just the weird horse now? <laughs> I'm not going to name it now. I don't, <laughs> it's just the weird horse. I don't think it needs one. Even to the uninitiated eye, you can tell that Hector's horse is a, a very fine breed and stock a war horse rather than the common uh, riding or work horses that you rode out here. 
Shall we? Let's... I believe we should meet that gentleman. Well, he said meet him in the city of the Seven Cats, or was that somewhere out here? The Seven Cats, it's a, a lounge in the Grand Square. Uh, it's an upscale Chauncey. joint, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Chauncey, secondly, I think. Perfect, then I think we can make our way back to uh, the city tonight. Uh, that We should be able to sure. arrive just after Naple. Perfect. Are we in the market to buy a Martin Bailey this evening, or should we wait? I don't know if I have that kind of money. Nor do I, but we may be in the territory of some favors, perhaps. Gesturing towards sure. the giant dead worm. Uh, or some others may present themselves. If we are in good graces of not just nobility, but royalty, many things are possible. Well, we can suppose so. discuss something about them. An expensive venture, to be sure, but perhaps something you could, a long-term goal to set over the period of, oh, I don't know, <laughs> the course of a campaign, maybe a few months, I don't know. Thanks for that weird advice. <laughs> what a strange person. Why did you look up the whole time you're saying that? This is a lot of meta games. So you make your way back towards the city, perhaps at a, a slightly more leisurely pace than you did making your way out. Now Morning that the, the prospect of having to fight some sort of enormous monster is behind you. You, you just left the body there, no inspection, no, no nothing. Hector, what do you think uh, is best practice going forward with that? Lord, if I know, I suppose it'd make good fertilizer after a time. I suppose if anyone thinks they can uh, make use of it, perhaps they're more than welcome to do so. If it's belonging to Rata, I can't imagine it had anything interesting on it, but while you were inside, if there was something... I didn't see any pockets in there, no. No. It was very dark in there. Well, I don't think we really need to worry much for that, but I've been wrong before. Great then. So you make your way back. Perhaps this time, now that the not, not distracted by the prospect of having to fight a monster, taking stock of the Keeplins, as you've heard them referred to, or you know, having been here know, knowing them uh, perhaps by that name already. Yeah. I've made the comparison to the main line, and for listeners out there, if we ever do turn this into anything, that refers to the stretch of land northwest of Philadelphia, where all the rich people live. Um, Between here and KOP. Oh, yeah. but don't call them rich, because they'll be right quick to disagree with you. But anyway... But you rode here by horse. It's a, it's maybe like a 20, 30 mile stretch of land, just kind of following the banks of the river, Ilvis, away down towards the bay. And it seems like any natural sort of growth or features were cleared away long ago in favor of, you know, sort of bourgeoisie topiary and uh, expansive mazes, high stone walls wreathed in ivy, mansions. And you notice, you definitely notice what's new and what is old. There's definitely some, like, McMansion-style buildings mm-hmm. cast throughout new here. Egg. But dispersed between what looks like some genuinely old and stunningly beautiful architecture. I think perhaps it was mentioned to you before that these lands, and at least one of the buildings here, was the original site of, like, the beginning of Miranda's fight back against the Eurovians all those years ago. What is the strip line called again? The Keeplands. Miranda's Keep being the legendary uh, fortress from which she, after the construction, while they were constructing the city, she sort of held the line there and then pushed out from there. Uh, As night begins to set and the uh, sky around you takes on a pleasant pinkish-purplish hue, 
Alongside the road, you come upon an establishment that perhaps you noticed on the way up, but now demands the eye as you pass it now. It's a really beautifully constructed wooden building made out of this rich, dark wood, and a sign sprawled across the facade that, whether it be by actual precious stones or something enchanted to look like it, written in what appears to be diamond, across the facade reads the diamond quarter how did we miss that coming in we were rather preoccupied with a giant worm on the way out i suppose always the mojist there hector as you pass by it you can hear music coming from outside it and as you pass by you come upon a strange sight a tiefling sits by the roadside in absolutely nothing but his skivvies. As you pull closer, you begin to get a better look of the individual. His skin is of a deep royal purple with golden hair, fingernails, and as you draw ever closer, even eyes. And as you, go, as you get closer and closer and closer, the most striking thing about his appearance is and from this distance, you can't quite tell if there are stars or tattoos, but these thin silver lines cover half of his face and move down what is revealed to you, what seems to be the entire left side of his body. And as you approach closer and closer on horseback. He's like outside this building? Or? Yeah. yeah, he's like sort of sat by the road, oh, sure. arms up on his knees. I don't know if he was out and proud or if he was sort of like, oh, my day. <laughs> He looks like he's having a rough day. All right, sure. As he is alerted by the sound of the hoof steps of your horses, he kind of lifts his head up, still lazily to one side. You see a, an earring dangle from one of his ears. It seems to be a long chain with what looks like a, a silver dagger at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And as he sees you approach, you see maybe a little light go off in his eyes. And he spreads a wide grin. And as he does, it's one of those grins you can see both rows of his teeth as he smiles. And which ones are pointy? And his teeth looks like a shark's mouth. Oh. And all of his teeth are serrated and pointed. Well, well, well. Oh, I don't like you already. <laughs> uh, you might be able to put together for your friend, yourself, my friends, that uh, I haven't been having the greatest day, but I'll be damned if my luck hasn't turned around. Not every day that I get to the distinguished pleasure of meeting one of my infernals. Much less two. Who is this vagrant? I believe we're about to find out. Uh, we haven't been acquainted. What brings you down on your luck there, my friend? And so exposing you to the elements. Oh, well, I wouldn't want to bore you with the story. So instead, I shall dazzle you with it. Picture the scene. The hero, <laughs> myself. I'm so let him do it. Saren, no, Saren's behind Hector. He just feels her forehead press in his back <laughs> and then feels like the faintest little... Uh, she starts rubbing her temples. Let me set the scene. The hero, yours truly, having a passionate weekend at this, he gestures to the Diamond Quarter. Fine establishment of spirit and game. My lover, Lady Luck herself. Skeptic, naive, romantic that I am, I thought what we had was special. But come the morn, I 
awoke to nothing but an empty bed and my debtor standing over me with furrowed brow and heavy club. Very much liking my kneecaps, I decided to settle accounts by giving him literally everything I had, including the shirt off my back, as they say, and quite figuratively in this case. And so that is where you find me now, perched on this desolate roadside outside an institute of glamour and finery somewhat strict of mine. What do you hope to happen for you going forward? It's quite a predicament you've got yourself in. Oh, indeed. Though I've been in worse. And I think, perhaps, I've come here for a reason. For our meeting may in death be fortuitous. You see, my friends, I take by your garb and affectation that perhaps you are of the adventuring variety, unless I much miss my guess. I would love to show you some uh, worm slime that used to cover my <laughs> entire body about an hour ago, but unfortunately I'm better than that. Worm fun. Riveting. Just a bit. But I forget myself. Before we move on to business matters, please allow me to humbly and excitedly introduce myself. You can call me Axel. Dare I hope for your name? Very well, since you were kind enough to give us what I'm sure is very distinctly your name. Mine is Alcyone. Alcyone. Now there's a name. Makes you smile just saying it, doesn't it? believe that was the hope of my father, yes. And as he smiles, uh, reciting your name, he again gets that wide, shark-toothed grin. I smile back. Not warmly. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dearly noted. I'm sorry. It's a pleasure, sir. Kishik. Kishik. No, Kishik. Kishik. Forgive my drunken tongue. It is unused to... I must admit, my friend, I have never come across one of your sort before, but I am very glad to meet you. I could nearly say the same. <laughs> Saren. Regretfully, I missed your eye when you introduced yourself. I lean over from Hector. And now you have it. And then I lean back. That is all you are going to get from her, unfortunately. Well, far be it for me to impose for more. Us being strangers and all. Now, now that we are properly introduced, let's move on to what I think will be an incredibly exciting opportunity for you all. We do rather have somewhere to be, sir, so I would suggest you make quick about it. Well, I have nothing but respect for your time, important adventurers as I'm sure you are, but I think I could actually end up being a valuable asset to you in your line of work. You see, I am a proprietor and, let's say, mover and shaker of items that one would consider to be of a magical nature. In your line of work, these come in very handy, I imagine, yes. Yes. You must be keeping them quite close at hand, then. <laughs> very keen. Well, yes, as I previously described, uh, in order to keep my kneecaps intact, I had to give away much of what I currently had in stock. And so, unfortunately... The Queen's etc. is undergoing a bit of a uh, reorganization, shall we say. But luckily for you, we are open to a new round of investors. It's a shame you didn't have a cloak of kneecap protection or something. <laughs> well, that's the first thing I'll be sure to look for once we're back in business. Now, my friends, I know this is exceedingly unusual to come across a tiefling and not but a skivvies on the side of a road in the, horse in the richest part of the country, but... 
These are exceptional times, are they not? So we keep hearing. If you would be so kind as to make an investment towards the future prosperity of my business, just a small infusion to set me on course, then I would consider you highly prized investors, and of course you would be welcome to any further profits and rewards that my business may one day achieve. Where does your business make its home? Well, that's just what I mean. I'm currently in the lookout for premises. First order on the agenda is to get a shirt, have some pants, and then we'll worry about that. But Arcadia is my goal if you're interested in long-term visions for the company. It'd just be helpful to know where to find you. Should we either need to uh, collect or collect? <laughs> Don't you worry, my dear Alcione. Should we become partners in this ventures, I'll be wherever you need me to be. Mm, I have no doubt. Well, we happen to be back on our way into the city right now. What, for the sake of argument, amount of coin do you propose? Get me back on course? Oh, a measly 300 gold pieces should do it just fine. Too rich for my blood at present. Regrettably, I have not the total funds as well. No. <laughs> Perhaps once we've been rewarded for our work this evening. We might spread the wealth, but until then I'd rather meager on funds myself. How much do you guys have? Because I know I had everybody roll for starting goals. At 145. Oh. I've got 131. Well, 210? I have 125. What oh, the fuck? All of that is pretty more than a 300. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but each one of us singling is not. Uh, we could, of course, if we were so inclined, so Pool some funds. Joint investments, a capital idea. Literally. How do we know that you're not just going to take our money and run off with it? Hmm. It's an interesting question. I suppose we'll have, just have to decide you'd like to trust him. That would, would seem I a... like to trust him? <laughs> I'm amazed that Maddie didn't ask him. Good boy. What are you trying to decipher exactly? Is he really gonna make good on what he's saying, or is he just trying to pull the wool over our eyes? Like, is he is he trying to wring three hundred dollars worth of pants money out of us? Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, eleven. Despite the fact that he is laid bare for the world to see, it's pretty possible to read. But yeah, yeah, you don't get. You're not getting like a used car salesman vibe from him, sure. if that helps. Mm. Yeah. That just means he's good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I've heard tell, you've all been uh, invited as uh, <clears throat> guests of honor just to, to uh, be at the feast tomorrow night. I'm no doubt in my mind that you will find fruitful ventures in the capital. Arcadia is a land that loves its heroes after all. Surely I'm eager. 300 gold too. To secure yourselves a valuable ally is a wise investment. Well, we do have ways of finding him, tracking him down afterwards, if we find that his services do not quite satisfy. So, I see no harm. I was not planning on spending this gold anywhere particularly immediately. If it comes to nothing, we can simply grab it back from a poor investment. Doing nothing sitting in my pocket, not being spent anyway. If it'll help, I'll be happy to draw up a contract offering you full reimbursement plus 
Just dropped previously, if that would help. Mm-hmm. I don't mind having something in writing. Are you going to... Uh... Excellent, then. And he sort of throws his hands up, and, and he has a pen and paper in them. I'll just draw something up right quick while you get the funds together. An even split? If it's all the same to you, Kashek, I don't know. Gold means nothing to me. I thought as much. I had out 75 and I handed him two El Sahini. I'll collect. Or you might have a kiss. Do you need? <laughs> Do you want me to? <laughs> That's more like it. Three digits worth of gold was way too much for me. <laughs> while you're doing it, he's sort of furiously scribbling out uh, on a long piece of parchment. <clears throat> Excellent. Would you all like to sign, or just have one person be a stand-in for the group? Is it any matter to you? If you wish to save yourselves uh, the possibilities of entanglement, I can easily sign for the rest of the group. I don't mind. Does it make a difference to me? I'll do that, then. On behalf of the other signatories. And what w- a contract, though ink is the lifeblood... Still need some flesh. Roll me a perception uh, perception check. Sure. Honk. Ten. Ten. He's a uh, yeah. I mean, he's unreadable. Not insight. What? Not insight. Oh oh oh! Uh, sorry, I meant insight. Yeah, do insight, please. Do I roll that again? Roll it again. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I gave the wrong. Thing. Unless it's worse. No. Who knows? Yep. <laughs> but. Oh yeah, ten. Oh, or ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's unreadable. But Alcini, when you shake his hand and you see that shark tooth grin again, it's not something about him. It's something about dealing with him that is so maddeningly familiar to you, and you just can't place why. I don't give it away in my face, but I log that away. Well, this has indeed been a fortuitous evening for all of us, as the future will hold. Well, uh, I'm off to get myself some decency. You all have a lovely evening. Good luck. Where does he go? Yeah, as we're, if we're riding away, can I check, like, the surrounding area for any bushes with, like, bags of clothes behind them or something? (laughs) You gave me a perception check. (laughs) (laughs) Ten. Jesus. Yeah, ten. Don't see any obscured bags of clothing anywhere. (laughs) He starts heading in the opposite direction. Back the way you just came. Is this the only building on the, on the road we're on right now? Is this the diamond? No, you're in a pretty populated place. There's other shops and stuff. There's, you know, you maybe passed a tavern as well. You're pretty close to the Sleeping Dragon where you where you were before the first time you got to the city. Sure. sure. And there's also just residential places around it. It's, it's not like crowded. Every house still has, you know, like some acreage around it. But yeah. Was anyone, is anyone else like on the road, walking about, riding about, up and down? Yeah, it's fairly populated, yeah. And the, you can tell that there's a bustling crowd inside the Diamond Quarter, for whatever that's worth. Yeah, this is well-traveled road. Did anyone else happen to take any note of the nearly naked Tiefling man? You'd have to ask him. Just, I, I don't know, just looking around, was anyone, like, looking there? Like, Nobody else came by while you were talking to him. Okay. Promise I'm getting somewhere with these questions. No, please. Are there any bouncers outside the door of the Diamonds? Yeah. Uh, you see a, a half-orc in, like, a, a fine coat standing outside the uh, the doors of the Diamond Quarter. If you've, uh, if we've got a moment, uh, humor me, if you would, please. Anytime. I'm not very good with jokes. We'd be happy to. That'll make it better. I'm going to dismount the weird horse, uh, and I'm going to... 
<laughs> yeah, it's like a tiny <laughs> Naturally. Uh, I'm going to walk up to one of the bouncers, I guess, the, the half-orc gentleman. Mm-hmm. As you approach, before you even set foot, so there's like, you know, it's like a couple of steps up and then a sort of like porch. A porch. And then the, the door to the establishment. Before you even set foot on the first step, the orc just says, Password. Alright, fair enough. Uh, d- simple question, Dan. Did you see the purple man sitting out here in his underpants? <laughs> Did I see him? I chucked him out of here myself, not but two hours ago. Great. And do you know personally any of the people he was indebted to? <laughs> I think the shorter list would be who he isn't indebted to. Great. Thank you so much for your time, sir. Well, you're welcome. What's it to you? He owe you something. Now, yes. Poor sot. Well, I hope he comes through for you. I think he will. Thank you. Have a lovely evening. I'll get back on the weird horse. Bear? <laughs> <laughs> weird horse. <laughs> I love the weird horse. Okay. Thank you for that. I think we can uh, be on our on our way now. All right. Did he tell you a joke? No. Oh, humorless, you must remain then. For now, I think. So uh, we can we can set off, but I will explain myself to them if they like. Oh, yeah, you're, you can say we're riding, yeah. uh, riding along. Mm-hmm. I was, well, call me suspicious, but the fact that he could be both perceived and known and is known by other people besides us is comforting. Comforting yes. how? If those things were not true, and we were the only ones who were perceiving that man and ah, speaking with him. If he were a mirage of some sort. That would be less comfortable to me. Yes. We did still give plenty of money to a vagrant. I must admit, I was quite shocked you took his deal. Seemed like a charlatan to me. If he finds a way of escaping our notice, I... No ways of finding people like that. It means nothing to me sitting in my pocket, as I said before, and if he feels he needs to swindle it out of someone rather than earning it, honestly, it's no... Skin off my teeth, I suppose. That reflects more poorly on him than on you. Uh, forgive me, I am not a very fast talker, but did he promise us something in return? He promised us access to items of uh, fanciful and magical nature. Didn't he not say something about the gala? Uh, he noted that we were invited. Our reputation precedes us, and so was trying to... Uh, yes persuade us by mentioning that we would likely make it back quickly anyway. I am not used to being recognized. I forget these things. It's a horrible thing and I wish less people would do it. Unfortunately, it would likely be something that comes more and more common for us. Mm. We do all rather stand out here. Even in the metropolitan places. Some of us stand out to the others anyway. All of us do. That's get with the program. Sort of what I was saying, yeah. but yeah, sure. <laughs> I must find a way to indicate that Doric is the one who should be recognized and not myself. Should draw a picture of him, perhaps. <laughs> this is not a terrible idea. <laughs> you were mentioning. Thank you, Asa. You were mentioning that you enjoyed the uh, artwork in your room. Have you ever tried to make any of your own? I do not know how. <laughs> Sorry, I you're like Aarakocra's sea I can, I can play a dumbass who you'll hate immediately or one that you'll love immediately <laughs> anyway riding on go weird horse <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> if it ever makes an actual post noise, I'll kill you. <laughs> no, never. Not once, not ever. I don't know. Okay, great. So, you begin to see the Tower of the Stars peaks its way over the horizon very soon. Actually, you can probably see it from where you were. You make your way back, catch the ferry back across the lake. Do you, you want to stop anywhere, or you just headed back to the palace? Did we want to try and meet that gentleman oh. tonight? We just funded some charlatan way to swindle other people. We might as well not spend any more money this evening. Unless you have a desire to go see seven cats. I'm rather curious. A, I love cats. B, I'm somewhat curious to see what exactly the man with the castle proposes. Well, it's not as if I have any plans. And since we're only just getting back at proper night, I'm certainly not going to sleep anytime soon. Though I will be taking another bath as soon as we get back. Oh, me too. I still can smell it. It's a shame the first one was a waste. Nonsense. No bath is ever a waste. Well, to Hector, would it be alright with you if we sort of veered off course and went to the Seven Cats then? Well, of course, you're free to do as you like. I must return to the palace and file the report, but I wish you well there. Do you think that this, the um, successors are going to be upset with us that we don't go report back to them right away? I wouldn't believe so. I imagine they have their own business going on. You don't report to them, you're here to do a favour for them. The beast would be as dead as it is now in the morning. True. Speaks true. Do you need anything from us, uh, Hector, before you make your report? Not at all. Uh, what you have accomplished today has already saved my neck, so that's you, quite enough by me. You repaid the favour immediately, so uh, more than thank you for that. Yes. Oh, cheers to you. I do hope I'll see you at all the festivities tomorrow. Of course. We don't seem to be able to miss it. Not that we would, but... <laughs> well, excellent, then. Have a luminous night. Do you want to um, take charge of the horses, or should we bring them back ourselves? Oh, I'd be more than happy to if you're finished with them. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the weird one. I'm given. Yeah, yeah. Take the weird one. <laughs> <laughs> it's very chatty. I didn't... <laughs> as, as, he, as he leads the horses away, the weird one looks back at you with like no. watering tears no. in his eyes as he goes. Back for you. Skinoosh. <laughs> so where did that noise come? <laughs> As anybody's yeah. guess. Great, I loved it. <laughs> I love to hear it. Longing in his eyes. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, so making your way to the Grand Square? Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. A bit uh, hungry and uh, have a oh. bit of a thirst, so. Yeah, true. Do you think that gentleman might change his mind now that the danger is gone? Well, we do rather have him over a barrel, though. He's not in it currently. He doesn't know if it. Uh, forgive me, I didn't say the rest of my thought process. He doesn't exactly know if it's dead or not. Right. So if we wanted to be terrible, we could just tell him that we're going to buy it from him anyway and that the beast isn't dead. I don't see any cause to deceive him in that matter. I want to be terrible. I just was thinking. It doesn't matter to me anyway. I don't really want it, but... What do, we do I have the money for? It? What do we want to do with it if we do buy it? Perhaps Live inhabit it. Yeah. If we are to be needed by, uh, or at least utilized by, the crown itself and the successors and their machinations, then... Well, I'm sure we cannot stay in the guest wing of the palace forever. You think we'll be in these people's employ that long? Employ? Perhaps not, but if we make, well, even more of a name for yourselves, but a name for ourselves as it is, it helps to have a base of operations. Such a thing is unknown to me. I'm much more accustomed to traveling, but I can see the merits to it at least. Let's hear the man out. And if nothing else, we'll at least have gotten some drink out of it. Excellent. 
Great, so you make your way back to the Grand Square, which you perused earlier today. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's been a day. <laughs> it's your hands. We did a lot. I believe you passed by it earlier today. I think I pointed it out. I you do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you make your way back to where you remember it being. And as you make your way down the street, the rows in the square sort of, they, in the center, I don't know if I described this already, stop me if I did, but in the center is sort of like stalls where a lot of the perishable goods are, are sold and then it sort of radiates out to the exotic goods and finer dining and the, mm-hmm. basically the things you can buy get bigger and bigger as it radiates out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you make your way down one of these sort of uh, ambling streets and you do see Seven Cats Lounge, although what you, you you notice this time that you did not notice before is that directly across from the Seven Cats Lounge seems to be another establishment called the Boar and Barrel. But regardless, you make your way up to the Seven Cats Lounge, the facade of which is wood, but another stunning show of Arcadian ele- uh, extravagance. extravagance, thank you. The entire facade of the building is polished to a shimmer which catches the torchlights of people meandering through the square. And also, like, it's completely blank, just this polished wood, except for the sign, as it were, which is just the number seven and a carving of a cat. I'm pretty much you just said this. Has the sun gone down yet? Yes. Okay. It's after, yes, it's after sunset now. Though the market is still packed to bursting, people Mm -hmm. milling about everywhere. What's the temperature like? Quite warm. I, I think I said it was early spring, but so. we're, it's pretty Mediterranean, so it's it's hot during the day and pleasantly, still pleasantly warm at night. Well, after me, I suppose I'll lead the way. Yeah. You make your way into the Seven Cats Lounge. It's very dark in here, illuminated only by small candles that sit on the top of the small round circular tables that dot throughout the main floor. There seems to be a, a second level of balcony that runs around the circumference of the building and a single staircase that leads up to it on the eastern side of, of the floor. To the northwestern corner, there's sort of a circular bar made out of, again, the same fine polished wood behind which several, what you take to be bartenders, in these like sort of velour vests or either polishing glasses or mixing drinks or whatever else have you. The only other, well, I shouldn't say the only, but there, there is also a dimly lit stage on uh, which four musicians um, pluck instruments. Uh, one, you know, like a big stand-up cello. One plays a, uh, a flute, another a fine harp, and the, the fourth a lute. You do notice, in your immediate view, four cats roaming about the place. Oh, thank God. Is this a buffet? No, 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 no. Do not eat those. Is that not the food? They're, they're important. Oh, okay, good. I do not prefer cat. They're a bit stringy. I was going to ask if you've uh, seen a cat before. Oh, yes, they wander the desert. Oh, that makes sense, I suppose. If you are desperate, you may leave them. I just know smaller birds tend to be eaten by cats. I just... Do you think me a small bird? No. I know that sometimes it reverses at other sides. Eagles, for example, would eat a cat. Mm. Well, anyway, I'm going to look for that guy who was going to sell us uh, as you as, <laughs> uh, as you step in, a young high elf woman with long blonde hair sort of tied up into a bun approaches you all. She's bright, flashing green eyes, and she's wearing, there seems to be some sort of like set dress for the employees of this establishment. But she approaches you, uh, you all. Welcome to Seven Cats. Looks like you've all had a rather long day. What can I do for you? 
I'm just gonna like adjust my foot a little bit further down. <laughs> uh, we're looking for someone actually. Mm, do you have a name? Did he give us his name? Kashik. Kashik. That's his name. That's his. Did he give us his name? No. Did he? I don't no. think he did. He did. He did. Well, in the meantime, nope. we'll look for him on our own. But thank you so much. Would we? Uh, Drinks would be a fantastic thing for us, if you don't mind. But of course, we have a wine selection. We'd like a menu and a table. Yes. Or simply visit the bar. The menu and a table, I think. But of course, please, do follow me. She sort of sashays her way across the floor. I'm like also kind of keeping my mask up. Like, I like both co- both covered. I'm like, eh. Rough day for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Can you see like that, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Just checking. <laughs> Afraid I couldn't understand you there, darling. I slightly readjust my mask. Does it look like a cat face? Nope, still not. <laughs> so you follow her across the floor. Um, the pleasant music continues, and you see it just spaced throughout. You keep catching glances of cats, you know, jumping up to a, on top of a table or clump running across the railing of the balcony above. And she brings you over to one of the tables in the middle of the floor. Um, Please have a seat. I'll be right back with a couple of menus for you. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> Bless you. Minor note. To cats. I don't know. <laughs> Minor note, Asani's hat is still on. Okay, great. <clears throat> so you take a seat, enjoying the atmosphere, and then a few minutes later, your server indeed does come back with a couple of menus. It's that kind where it's like, you know, it's like the board with the one sheet of paper clipped mm-hmm. into the sides, and she hands one to Very fancy. Uh-huh. She hands one to yeah. each of you. Do you have an idea of what you like, or would you like a few minutes? I believe a few minutes would be in order, thank you very much. But of course, I'll be along shortly. Can I start scanning looking for the guy? Sure, yeah, give me a perception check. Ooh. I have dark vision. I have dark vision. I have dark vision. <laughs> I have dark vision, but it's very low scale. Right? I don't. Yeah. Um, so maybe it'll be just ridiculous, but <laughs> Excellent. You don't see him on the main floor, but you look up to the them. sort of upper balcony. Which all the tables down here have, you know, uh, uh, four or five chairs set around them. But up on the top, it seems like it's two seaters. And you do catch a glimpse of him up there. Uh, he has like a big red handlebar mustache, yeah, slightly bald on top, looking still a little disheveled from the events of the of this afternoon. I politely will remove my hood now that we're like actually sitting down in my mask, and then indicate up to the balcony to Alcyone. Shall I go retrieve the man? Well, if you'd like to get a drink or something first, I don't see that we're in a rush. Fair point. I'm going to produce the wines. It is a exhaustive list. Um, the thing that immediately jumps out to your notice, though, is the price of each item on there. It's one of those places that you... Part of the price is the experience, you might say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, it's one of those places where you get there and there are four food items to choose from and then the rest is wine and <laughs> it's just like uh-huh. okay yeah and in fact yeah there is a there's a tiny tiny section up at the top that's labeled entrees and it is just four items and yeah it's like a cheese spread some crackers and like a bowl of olives i'm gonna look for if they have any uh rosé is the sweetest one possible I'm gonna, I'm gonna yes there is a rosé section but <laughs> 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 of course <laughs> Yes, there are a couple ones. The one that uh, jumps out to you, you know, with the little descriptions under them. And there was, is one, in fact, that says the sweetest we provide called Dew of the Rose Rosé. How much for a glass of that? 
you really want to know. <laughs> Three hundred. Uh, I'd rather know now than when she comes by and goes, "Okay, thank you. That's all your money." That one says price on request. I was gonna say it yeah. says it's a secret winky face. Market price. <laughs> you have to ask. You can't afford it. Oh, fair enough. I suppose we'll uh, see if we have to pay with our clothes in, when we leave. I just figure when you're in a place like this, why not live as though you are? Could we not get a discount like we did with this sewing woman? I'm not sure this is the place. The light is low. She may not have recognized us. Honestly, I feel like it's just the place. If any of you would like to flash our reputations for the waitress, be my guest. Oh, I suppose we'll see if she notices. Otherwise, I don't think there's any need to cause such a stir. Once she comes back, I'll uh, order Great. and then uh, go yes. the man. She does so. Uh, she comes back. So, what is it I can get for you? I'll have a glass of the uh, rose rosé, if you would. An excellent choice. Imported from Orlais. Well, makes a good deal of sense. And for the rest of you. Water oh. would be nice. <laughs> Um, is bread free? <laughs> we'll split one. And actually, yeah, as she comes back to take your order, she does bring out a little basket of complimentary bread, which she places at the center of the table, which is what you can tell is warm and smells delicious. Oh, I'm watching Kashuk. Did they have any champagne de on this list? No, but there is a fine selection of champagnes. Roy hasn't been back that long. I don't want any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it wasn't made with the blood of my dead boyfriend, I don't want it. Would you please be sensitive? <laughs> just kidding. He's still alive. He's just different. Yeah. Yeah. And waiting for you to come home. Oh, you no. look different. <laughs> I'll take a champagne. I'll just pick one instead. Okay. There's what's it called? Buddy, it's okay. You don't, have to <laughs> you don't even have to name it, man. No, I do. I That's, have to name it. I yeah. appreciate that a lot. He does, though. I know the man. He's buffering. I love that about him. There is uh, one that jumped out to you for its sweet, effervescent, almost electricity, called the Bordelines, which uh, you order, and she says, excellent choice. It tingles all the way down. Is there a price next to that? Yes, 32 gold pieces. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, bad. man, that's not a <laughs> discount this one. That's bad for what I'm going This is the high-end place. Sure. Yep. It's more than half the gold in that one. Yeah, we're gonna go over the board no, barrel. It's almost on. exactly the half the gold. We're gonna spend all our money. There are there. We'll say there's like four or five champagnes, and they're like just all like that, except for the one at the bottom, which is sixty-four. Cool. We're gonna spend all our money on a naked man and some wine. <laughs> and that's D and D. I give her like my monkliest bow, and I say, "No, thank you. I'm only half more your support." Too bad. And for you. Yes, but which kind would you like? We have quite a fine selection. Or I could bring you a sample of it, if that speaks you. Oh, made with grapes. A sample would be great for you. I'll be right back in a bit. She kind of turns haughtily and goes off. Do I notice that there's hot? Her smile was not genuine. She's not hiding it. Okay. This is not my end joint. Okay. Well, I like being poor. (laughs) (laughs) And you look it. (laughs) <laughs> can I keep an eye on this guy while we're... Yeah. Well, now that we've ordered up, I'm going to get him. Okay. 
Oh, okay, never mind. You can also keep an eye on him. Sorry. Well, no, yeah. if you're See gonna... if he's after the chaos emeralds. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you one day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even know what I was doing. Oh, I, you went to you went to Eggman. And I went see if you pull some six shooters out of his yeah. boots and start shooting at the ceiling. Oh man. Anyway, yes. So you're heading up to the balcony. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna go get the guy, I'm keeping a lookout for some cats. You make your way up the staircase to the sort of upper balcony. The temperature in the air around you seems to shift as you move up to this upper balcony. It's a little cooler and very pleasant and also just smells like a field of flowers. You are met by a pair of huge golden eyes at the top as a cat sort of sits there expectantly watching you as you make your way up the stairs. Pure black with a bright pair of golden eyes. Good evening. I'm looking to speak to that man over there. Just blinks. And un- unmovingly, maybe the slightest little swish of the bottom of its tail. I'll continue walking. Okay, you do so. And I, I was thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way over, and as you uh, stand over the table, the gentleman looks up at you with watery eyes, blinking a little bit. Ah, uh, I'm not tonight. I'm afraid I'm not in the mood. Would your mood lighten if we informed you that you no longer have a worm problem in your area? I am so sorry. My goodness gracious. Oh, oh I'm mortified. I cry your pardon. I, uh, the light in here is not beneficial to my uh, human eyes. I apologize. Please, I cry your pardon. I do remember you from earlier today. Yes, of course. Uh, we were to discuss a business proposition. Uh, 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 of the mansion is what I mean. All is forgiven. My friends and I have a table downstairs. Would you like to accompany us? Uh, I would be most thankful accompany you, yes, and of course pay for your round of drinks <laughs> naturally. Very gracious of you, sir. <laughs> Damn yeah. it, I should order the 64 collection. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. You can also order more. When in Arcadia, bro. Uh, okay. I will uh, sort of just like step back and allow him to go first. He does so sheepishly. How tall is this guy? Five, eight. Alright, he's taller than average. Average. <laughs> Average height, yeah. Do we see, Kashek wouldn't know what they are, but like, do we see like women of the night roaming around? Is that kind of loud? No. I kind of thought that's what you were implying with the not, I'm not in the mood. You don't see any. Okay. You uh, head back down the stairs. The uh, cat still perched at the top of the railing. Uh, again, doesn't move its eyes from you as you make your way back down. I just I sort of nod to him as we pass by again. Quite right. That cat definitely owns this place. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna McGonagall our fucking asses. Can I speak something. to the manager? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so you make your way back down. Uh, the three of you see uh, Alcyone returning with the gentleman you met this afternoon. Met being a strong word. If there's a cat near our table, I'm being at it. <laughs> They're all over the place. Yeah, you catch you catch one as it weaves its way through the tables. Give me an animal handling check. This Who do you? Plus? That's a natural 20. Oh. Ah. Plus one. <laughs> Plus one. Uh, yeah, so this one is a uh, sort of that mottled black, brownish, tabby, n- not tabby. Calico. Calico. Calico, that's the one, yeah. Color with uh, green eyes. Yes, green eyes. And as you sort of like, you sort of crouch down and are looking underneath the table, making that <laughs> noise, and it immediately just... Right, right over to you, light on its feet, smooshing its face into your hand, right, open and willing to receive its cuddles and snugs. Yeah. 
And this is where you find uh, your companions. <laughs> Sorry, crouched under the table. Hello, I'll go first. Me? friend here. I don't think he caught your name earlier. No, he didn't, friend, unfortunately. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I was under some duress, uh, as you can understand. Uh, but, of course, my name is Egbert Galestrup. Oh. No, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Galestrup, please to make your acquaintance. Please do sit with us. This is indeed a fine measure of mine. He like grabs a chair and pulls it over and takes a takes a seat with you all. Oh, uh, as I mentioned to your dear friend Alcyone here, that's the one. Yes, uh, I of course uh, am getting the first round of drinks for you all. Damn it! Uh, this is only right. Much appreciated. That's Thank very you. kind of you. Thank you. Now that aside, I believe you had some business you wish to discuss with us. Oh yes, uh, as usual today. Uh, Times in the Republic are not what they used to be, and I grow weary of the pressures and dangers put upon people of my statue and 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 standing. I just can't take it anymore, so I intend to intend to catch a sail to Orlais and establish a new life there. My daughter's there currently working as an ambassador to the Emperor. Mm-hmm. You understand. Very important in the court she is. It does sound. And so, I, uh, you were the first I saw, so if you are in the market for an old historic Morton Bangley, I'd rather be very willing to sell it to you on the cheap. What do you think would be fair? Uh, I just feel like every time we look over at Surrey, there's like more cats on her, and we're like, yeah, I'm politely looking over at you, and now you have like six. <laughs> well, uh, all you, but one of them. You must understand, it is a, it is a well-constructed building and one of some historical import, as I understand it, both to my lineage and to the Republic at large. Um, but considering the circumstances, uh, I believe I could part for it for, um, 32. Thousand? Yeah. Gold? Yeah. Well, naturally we don't have, uh, the, uh, bulk funds on us immediately, of course. Oh, no, no, but of course. But honestly, I do prefer an arrangement with you rather than trying to go investing in dealers who ram who diamond nickel you every step along the way. I am I, always a man who preferred to settle my accounts squarely and face to face. And just curious, how long before you um, make your way to Orlais itself? Well, I shall be setting sail in the coming days. However, I, if you do want to do business with you, me, I'd be more than happy to leave behind a proxy to manage the affair. I think that, uh, should we assent, it would take uh, a little time, perhaps, to accrue the uh, scheduling of funds necessary. Not a problem. I'm in no immediate need of liquid funds, uh, and I believe I'll be well taken care of when I arrive in Orlais. I just want to see it go to a good home. Wait, will you, will you support her? No, uh, that sorry, means... Sorry, I don't understand. He's um, been travelling a very long time now, several times of speech that he's not familiar with. Ah, uh, uh, yes, I understand. Uh, w- what I mean is uh, ready and available <coughs> coin, my friend. Oh, no way. 
Just curious, my friend. You seemed rather in a state when I came upon you upstairs just now. Are you quite well? Has something been giving you trouble, apart from your concerns, obviously? Well, I was quite shook by the sight of that, whatever it was. I must admit, I am rather pleased and not a little shocked to see you all still alive. I don't mean insult by that. Please don't take it that way. Yeah, just... Fair portion of that things should also go to you, Captain Hector, after the act. We are more than capable of handling ourselves, and it is through these means that we perhaps uh, will quickly build the proper uh, funds to create our uh, arrangements necessary. We have business with the Crown as well, so... Ah, but of course. Uh, you are to be celebrated heroes, as I understand it. So they say. Ah, well, excellent then. Yeah. If this arrangement is suitable to all of you, I shall have a proxy approach you in the coming days with a more ironed-out agreement and arrangement. I have no quarrels with that. Works for me. Seems okay. Excellent. Those you do it shall be, then, and it shall be yours. It's good to know it'll go to owners who shall bring it even more renowned and well-earned in its long life up till now. I hope that... Uh, should things become final, uh, you would give us, at least perhaps in writing or something of that nature, uh, the history of the place itself, so we may continue uh, presenting its legacy. Ah, but of course, uh, a written history I certainly could provide. Most gracious. I am quite a collector of stories myself, so it would be more than a pleasure for me to continue relating them on to folk who come to visit. Are you then? Oh, well. All the better for you to to take the place up. Well, this is excellent news indeed. Shall we drink? I believe we shall. You guys haven't had any drinks yet. Just at that moment. <laughs> not your server, who we dealt with before. But someone else comes, holding a tray with the champagne... Rosé. Rosé. And a uh, sampler of wine. A tabaxi woman. In a long, elegant gown, holding the tray like this makes her way over. And as she approaches, she looks to you all in turn and says, Well, when I was told I had great heroes in my hall, I took it upon myself to deliver these personally. May I request a description of this tabaxi lady? I was going to slap you if that was going to be an insight. <laughs> For a split second, I was like, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> Yes, so her fur is sort of a tawny goldish color, except for around her eyes where she has thin black lines that trace her upper eyelid and then go out and mm. curl upwards. Mm-hmm. She has like a fine golden necklace that hangs down quite a ways, quite ostentatious, and uh, the, her fine flowing red robe complements her fur color quite nicely. My name is Basta Filenza. Thank you for choosing the seven guests. Basta or basta? Basta. Bastet? As in bast or bastet. Correct. <laughs> yeah, and she places all your drinks down before you. Have you been enjoying your, your time in my establishment thus far? The atmosphere is delectable. I try to nod politely and then I kind of like mid-sneeze myself. <laughs> You're too kind. Is everything okay, my dear? I'm beginning to suspect I might be allergic to cats. Ah, most unfortunate. Lesser restoration. Does it work? An allergy? Maybe for like the symptoms. DM fiat. Maybe symptoms. 
don't think it'll get rid of her allergy, but yeah, it'll cure you. Symptoms, your absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that magic's so defensive. <laughs> yeah, your sinus is clear and you feel better. Thank you. My apologies. None needed. I named my establishment after my cats, Romitrini, as you may have seen on. Currently smushing one of their faces. <laughs> uh, Did you name all the cats? Uh-huh. Fucking, who am I? <laughs> There's only seven of them. <laughs> I see Tinker has taken quite a liking to you already. This is excellent. So cute. But I see you have nothing to drink, my dear. Is there nothing I can get for you on this auspicious night? Oh, I was being a bit indecisive, but actually, um... Sorry, what did you... Oh, you know when I say the name of it. The Ordelines. Uh, I was actually quite interested in some of the Ordelines. I shall fetch you a glass of it right oh. away. Thank you. Ah, and... Senor Gaelstrop, your usual fare tonight, I assume? <laughs> no, just meeting you for a business venture, Master. You will see my new compatriots and I uh, <coughs> uh, <laughs> <for> business <laughs> together, you see. <laughs> ah, but I overstep. Well, if there is anything else I can do for you, my friend, please, I am your humble servant. Endlessly kind of you, Adam. She gives another little bow. Uh, graciously and walks away. It seems we did not escape notice. No, at least that was rather more tasteful than people usually bring it up in conversation. I agree. It is hard being famous. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sure, what are you famous Let's all look here? at our wine. <laughs> Christian Bale and Kermit nodding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is, buddy. Uh, yes, and then a few minutes later, again, the serving girl comes back out with a glass of the Or uh, Delise for you. Or Delise, merci. Mm-hmm. Well then, now that we are situated, shall we drink to a fine venture? Let's shall. Drink any one of those is good. There you go. Thank you, Adam. This is good wine. Yeah. Do you drink much wine? When I find it. And I am sufficiently waterproof. If your trading posts will have it. Then I more than trust your judgment. Yeah, so you pass perhaps a pleasant few more minutes with Gaelstrup enjoying your, your drinks, which are heavenly and delightful. Though perhaps maybe not quite as good as the Champagne de la Somme, but nonetheless. What could be? Um, have the <laughs> instrumentalists... It's a weird question. Have they been the same the entire time? Mm-hmm. Same band? Cool. Surprising notice. Anything else for the night? For the night night? No, for the, for the night. Well, for here, or for after, or for whatever you like. Well, if there's nothing else, I think after a time uh, we can make our way, and I'll make my... Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Gastrop, we are going to be, I think, on our way. It's very kind of you to uh, host us this evening. Oh, but of course. It is truly a joy and pleasure meeting you all. Fortune seems to have smiled upon us today and our meeting. And it does warm my heart that my home will go to some owners who shall cherish and appreciate it. Oh, indeed it shall. Well, I think that should be the night for us, friends. I have a least an hour necessary in that bath coming uh, up. I don't know, we need to take a bath. Right. Great. Can recommend. But of course, as I said, uh, your drinks before the evening will be covered. The least I can do. 
Very much appreciated. Endlessly charitable, sir. Uh, do have a lovely evening, then. Good night. And Enjoy your walk. Well, I, uh, thank you. Yes. Bye. Make your way. Great. You don't need to take another ferry from the square. There are bridges that lead to the central island. From there, you make your way to the palace. And as you start the approach, you'll remember, as I described last time, the palace has this... It's in this horseshoe shape, and the entire center is this long courtyard. Mm -hmm. It is quite late at night. However, as you approach the court, you find it full of people Mm. in regalia. And whereas they were meandering about about their business earlier today in the afternoon, this time it grows suspiciously quiet as you re-enter the courtyard, and all their gazes seem to shift to you immediately. And hood. I know. I'm, I know this is your nightmare, and that's why I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we found the cold open. And that probably applies to a lot of us here. Uh, and that's why I'm doing it because for a long time. Because <laughs> yeah, okay. I am. A, I am both a loving and sadistic god. Uh, in truly the Greek way. Correct. <laughs> so you see dozens of people about the courtyard dressed in finery. Not what you would expect from folks this late at night. We'll say it's probably approaching or just after midnight by the time you get back into the city and have had your time at the Seven Cats. But they are in full regalia, as if now is the event rather than, than tomorrow. The men in the uh, in those big like frocks that uh, that Angiers wore when you first met him, the and ruffs. The, the the women in these long, elegant dresses where, you know, the hips come out to oh, here. Oh, yeah. yeah, yep. uh-huh, with the wigs up to here, and each of them, it's not actually a mask, but it's just face paint that looks, that makes their features look porcelain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just sort of look at you expectantly as you approach the palace. Mm. I'll continue walking. Yeah, me too. I'm not, I'm not even yeah. going to look at anyone. I'll, I'll look around. No. I'll, I'll just glance at people. You get closer and closer to the uh, encroaching mob. As you come right up, up to them, all of a sudden, a chorus of... Oh, I suppose they would have found out what we've done already. Rings out through. Two figures emerge from the mob, distinguishing themselves. One, a man in this... His, his top matches his bottom. It's like this deep navy with these gold buckles on his belt. His rough, a brilliant opalescent white. Fancy. The woman in a in a, a, a scarlet gown with ruffles running all along its length. Her porcelain makeup perfectly affixed with it just a spot of beauty mark uh, on the cheek. Course, yeah. oh, of course. Holding a fan, waving uh, as she approaches. Uh, and they make their way to you. Ah, yes, the man uh, speaks first. Ah, yes, heroes of Arcadia, guests of honor at tomorrow's festivities. Words of your deeds this day have reached the palace before your very arrival. Are you not surprised? Not at all. Excellent. Do we recognize this man? No. Cool. Hmm. Just curious. Sorry. Oh, Fuck. No. <laughs> I, I fucking knew you were going to do that. <laughs> you do know this man. Mm-hmm. And in fact, he stands out very clearly in your mind. Because the night your parents hosted this man, they made explicitly clear to you you were not to be seen. For this was a very important, perhaps 
the most important guest they ever housed in their manor. So you went in the cupboard under the stairs for this guy's visit. Did. So you do not forget As him. Always. <laughs> Does that show on your face? No. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. My name is Galen Fallenstar. It is my most distinguished pleasure to greet you and welcome you here to the Ducal Palace and to be the first to commend you on your heroic deeds this day. This is my lovely wife. And she sort of steps forward. Marianne Fallenstar. Mm. A distinguished if ever there was one. And so to meet the both of you as well, I'll give uh, an exaggerated uh, curtsy, but the proper 1600s. The, the courtly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. One leg behind the other and such, slight dip. Uh -huh. Not your first time in the court, yes, I would assume. No, manners uh, come naturally. And in fact, and she sort of like, you know, takes the arm of... Of, of, she, of course she does. Of Galen. <laughs> In fact, Galen, dear, haven't we seen this one before? <laughs> and he sort of like puffs out his chest. Why, yes, I do, Bully. Were you not once a performer with the Canny Shepherds? I was for a time, yes. I'm glad you enjoyed uh, our work. <gasps> enjoyed does not begin to cover the half of it. We are most glad to see you in our fair court. It's taken too long to get you here if my opinion is worth anything. You flatter me, my lord. I'm sure it quite is. <laughs> okay, good. Well, ah, your heroes returning victorious. Well, uh, you must excuse our gathering here in the court so late into the eve, but we just couldn't help but wonder. Uh, now that you've returned from your victorious deeds, uh, are you perhaps on your way to see the successors to inform them of your grand success? I think we were going to wait till the morning to do that. Nonsense! The heads of state are up at all hours for the affairs of the kingdom have no sleep schedule. Well, sorry if they won't be offended by the stink of purple worm hanging around your robes. Yeah, I suppose. really need a bath. Oh, but of course, I do forget myself and Marianne. Galen, you brute! Of course, the ladies should need to retire to their quarters to freshen themselves before any meeting of import. Indeed. Quite right. Uh, should you choose to wait until the morn, it's completely understandable. It's only these are ex being exciting times and you exciting guests. We are interested more than piqued to see how you get on with our would-be dukes or duchesses. Naturally. Well, we have met them already, of course, and uh, have taken quite a shine to the three of them. Really? Yes. How fascinating. So you got on well with all of them, then? Distinctly. Any that piqued your interest in particular? I must say it's quite difficult uh, to choose between the three. I'm sure everyone can relate. Oh, yes, well, the Republic hasn't been able to do so by now. I don't imagine you would. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you'd be probing them out of trouble to that. <laughs> Nothing more. <laughs> well, then. I shall disperse this unruly mob that's gathered here to come to your greeting. But I do insist that you ladies do take breakfast with me in the morning. I'm something of a leader amongst the women of the court, you understand? Naturally. 
and I would be more than happy to welcome you, Kashak, to a fine morning cigar session, if you would be so willing to join. Is this some kind of ritual? In a way, yes. A friendly one. I would be honored to accept on behalf of Dorak. But of course. Well, that is excellent news then. Well, please, I overstepped my bounds. Allow me to uh, clear the way for you as the luminaries split the sea. <laughs> Out of the way, you rebel. The heroes need their rest. Chop, chop. And immediately the crowd begins to disperse and clear the way for you to enter the palace. <laughs> Forgive me if I missed it. Did he actually say what his job is? No. Okay, I'll just leave it. They're not jobs. Well, he was part of the core. Uh, yeah. Even if it's a only a history sir? check. It's okay because I am proficient, so that'll be seventeen. Seventeen, great. You know that Galen uh, Starfall is head of the Merchants Guild here in Arcadia, Excellent. which, ho, ho. in a lot of ways, makes him even more powerful than Angiers, mm -hmm. Chancellor of the Senate. Uh -huh. Do you relay any of this? Not right now. Okay. I'm going to write it down just for me. Yeah. Like, Not either right. politically or practically? Both. Yeah, sure. You can't sure. know I know who he is. I mean, it, it's, like, just, it's, it's really hard to separate the merchants from the government in Arcadia because it's just built on it. You know what I mean? Like, ships and goods and sailing is just what Arcadia is. And so, yes, yeah, so you know him. So there is court culture in Arcadia surrounding the Duke. In a lot of ways, the Senate and Duke themselves are just subject to the merchant's whims. So that's not ever explicitly said. Sure. That's the unspoken truth. That's yeah. the quiet part we don't say out loud. What's a good oligarchy without the veneer of democracy? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Oh, this doesn't even have that. So my parents definitely would have been involved with this. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Of course. Hoody who? Oh, his ass! <laughs> I was like, what? Do they do have a threesome? <laughs> yeah. So, those are the Starfalls. You uh, make your way through the crowd who still watch you pass, whispering and chuckling to themselves as you go through the court. I'll just sort of politely nod in turn to a few of them if they look directly towards me, just, just for mm -hmm. the veneer. Yep, a couple of perhaps the... Uh, Young heirs to certain houses give you some sultry looks as you pass. Oh. I don't salter at them, <laughs> but I just give them a look. Sure. Yeah. Which, of course, they'll all claim was a sultry look later. Of course they do. Uh, yeah. This is Sylvain in the corner. Your tail has a spade on it? Uh, yeah, an arrow, arrow tip spade, as, as is commonly known for tieflings to have. If it's of interest, when you met Axel earlier, mm -hmm. he also had the arrow tip tail, but he also had. Uh, and sort of like the tarsal joint mm -hmm. below the kneecap. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, you she... make your way into the palace, into your chambers, Chauncey dutifully standing outside the hallway, which leads to all of your doors. And as you approach, Oh, very good, master and mistresses. Did you have an eventful and fulfilling day? Both of those things, thank you. Quite excellent. Your sheets have been switched out, and your chambers cleaned in your absence. I hope you find them to your liking. Thank you. Thank you ever so much, Chauncey. Is there any request you have for the morning before tomorrow's festivities are to take place? Our presence was actually requested by Lady uh, Fulminstar. 
Ah, yes, of course. I would have expected as much. Do you have any particular order of them? Order of style? Yeah. I'm upstanding members of the Republic. You could certainly try. <laughs> this he's, old fucker's not gonna yeah, get away. He's, he's, he's a butler. He's like a getting man, fucking scared vibes right now. Thirteen. Yeah, he's a veteran. He's uh, at vault. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. <clears throat> Thank you, Jackie. Of course. Have you been briefed on the events of tomorrow? No. No. Afraid no. we haven't. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, would you like to know what is in store for you? Yes, please. Well, most of the day will be uh, taken up by the fair in which many events of game, music, and other revelries shall take place. And then in the evening, we shall retire to the Grand Hall of the Palace for the feast at which you shall be guests of honor. I believe a statue has been crafted in honor of your appearance and shall be revealed there. Of what? Of Miranda de Arcadia, of course. Yes, I know. <laughs> That's fine, of course. Lovely. Excellent. Uh, and more than that, or? Well, once the feast commences, you will be, uh, I imagine it shall be a night of frivolity and fun. Looking forward to it. Is there anything you will be requiring tonight? I hate to trouble you, Chauncey, but I believe uh, we've been through a bit of an ordeal, and I think a uh, at least a bash for myself, and I know that Surrey request yes, one as well. Please. I know not the meaning of the word trouble, Mistress Elsa Alcione in Surrey. I'm sure you don't. I shall send Kirik along. Thank you. Ever grateful to you, Chauncey. And for you, Master and Mistress. I still find myself quite refreshed, though um, Kirik, the boy, is skilled at what he does, so I will not be needing another pathfinder. As you see fit. Master Kashyyyk. Sleep. But of course, you know your business best. I shall leave you to retire then. Do take use of the bells if there is anything you need throughout the evening or night. We'll be sure to do so. And he gives his deep bow. Bow deeply. (laughs) (laughs) And he bows again. Bow deeply. (laughs) And so on and so on. And you make your way in. Come on now. You make your way into your room. I I duck underneath and up the end. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. Wait. I go up to the second floor. Third floor? Right, yes, up to the successor chamber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, make it right there. Okay. The rug doesn't turn into oh, a mimic or something? Oh. No, you're good. Rug of smothering. I, I knock on Alicia's door? You do so. And you hear the sound of feet padding across soft grass, mm-hmm. and the door opens a smidge, and you see Henri Lemis standing in the doorway. My apologies, my lord. If the lady is otherwise asleep or busy, um, I'm just here to collect the little one. Ah, but of course. You will find her much needed as a creature. Come. I come inside. Uh, Elijah is He on. asked you to. No, I know. <laughs> that's, not taking, that's not what I'm taking exception to. I yeah, walk inside. Yeah, I understand, I understand. Uh, you do so, and you find uh, Alcyone is, uh, nope. Alasia is sitting crisscross applesauce on her four-poster bed with the baby curled up and snoozing uh, in her lap. As you enter, she looks up and a warm grin spreads across her face. Sarah, welcome back. Oh, thank you, my lady, and my apologies.
apologies for disturbing you this late. I only meant not to have any trouble you any further. Not at all. My position is those to serve whom I will protect and rule over. You are welcome any time. Thank you. And um, um, no doubt the news has reached you already that the creature has been disposed of. That's most excellent news. I'm sure the denizens of the Kingland are most grateful. Thank you for doing all you did. So look. Osborne, I suppose you'll, you've come to take this little one back. Uh, unfortunately, yes. Such a treasure he is. And uh, she sort of lifts him gently, trying not to wake him. He doesn't wake up. He like sniffles a little bit, but his big owly eyes remain closed as she just lifts them up and hands them over to you, <laughs> depositing him gently into your hands. He's like a one I've never met before. There's so much soul in him. Where did you find him? Uh, revisiting some familiar stomping grounds, I, I came upon him. Well. Do take care. Is there anything else I can do for you while you're here? Not just at the moment. Um, I will keep that in mind. Thank you, sir. And please, I know this place must be unfamiliar, perhaps even a bit overwhelming for you. If you ever need anything, do not hesitate to ask. Thank you. Like a little, little guy and I leave. Bonsoir, madame. Said it on me. Bonsoir, madame. And you go. On our way, as I'm like trying not to wake him as we're padding down the hallway, I just keep thinking, smitten with him. And I look down like, hmm. As you take him, he still remains asleep, but as you sort of like hold him, he snuggles in, maybe paws a little bit, but remains asleep. His little chest breathing. Been down, been down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you return to your room. The rest of you? Anything for the evening? Bath time! Bath As soon as Kira arrives uh, with the water, I am practically shutting the clothes before he gets out of the room. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do so. As you re enter your rooms, you find them in immaculate state. Uh, the bathtubs the, uh, in your respective rooms scrubbed clean and fresh as when you first entered the room. After just a few minutes, Kirik does enter uh, first to your room, Alcyone, and then to yours, Suri, uh, with the same tray of this sort of seemingly magical jug of hot water and the array of the 11 herbs and spices to enrich and enhance your bath. To flavor our soup. Mm-hmm. Mm, you're uh, deep in soup. Sorry, before I, I even get in the bath, as soon as you leave the room, mm-hmm. I'm going to check for my things there where I left them. Yes, they are. Do they look as if they've been... Touched at all. Pawed over? Yeah. Give me perception check. Mm. Perceive, perceive. What do you perceive? Nothing very well. Did you do anything? Do you have any sort of like measures by which to check if something is. <clears throat> do you like have a procedure, like, you know, like leaving a hair on it or something like that? I leave uh, one of the two. Um, the bag has got the two uh, straps that you like lock down, mm-hmm. uh, and I leave one of them undone and one of them done. Great, roll with advantage then. Okay. Oh, okay, good. Uh, it's 21 total. The straps remain as you left them. I sort of give an exhale. And then shed the clothes. 
could die. And I don't die because that would kill me, but I also will. Heavenly as you remember it, perhaps more heavenly still. <laughs> the worm juice flows off you. I just sink all the way down. Most excellent. And that's it. Now I'm good. Bathing as well, Sari. Mm-hmm. Much the same. Kirik enters with the uh, eleven herbs and spices, and the jug fills it for you. And then, uh, anything else I can do for you, Mum? No, nope, that's all. Thank you. You're most gracious. Maybe I bump into him on the way back in there. Yeah, you would. Uh, yeah, as he is sort of opening the door care to enter. Oh, excuse me, mistress. I, 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 I've seen to your companion. I, is there anything I can do for you? You can go home and get some rest for your cranky. Most gracious. Many thanks. I bow again. <laughs> and he just kind of backs down the hallway down. You're going to wake the baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a little awkward. Bow. Would you be needing anything for your little one? Oh. Not perhaps right away, but it might do in the morning. Perhaps you could bring me something for his breakfast. He's not really that picky. I should bring it first thing. Thank you. Thank you. And he leaves. Just go back inside. You find Sari in the bathtub. Oh, Oh, sorry. I'm going to start reading my first book. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. The Tale of Light and Shadow by... Mm -hmm. What did I say? Monsieur Le Messie. Monsieur Le Messie. Mm -hmm. Oui. Yeah. A relative. You did meet Henri Limacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. Uh, you pour over the first few chapters. Give me a charisma saving throw. Oh my. Oh, oh my. You're in danger. Oops, six. Oh. Oh, uh-oh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I see. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well. It is a spicy tale. Ooh. Set during the Age of Conquest, it recounts the uh, affairs of a lowly Arcadian soldier as he is captured by the enemy and interrogated ruthlessly by a Eurovian general. Uh, You're just going to explode on (laughs) the She starts vibrating. I'm like over on the bed, like trying to find a cushy position to like trance in, and I'm like one eye cracked. Uh, sorry, I'm noticing there's quite a bit of... What? <laughs> I just, it's, if you need help getting out, it sounds like there's a lot of water kind of what? splashing no, I'm, onto I'm the floor. I'm good, it's fine. I'm, sorry, I'm where right. did you get a washing machine? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine! Is <laughs> your toothbrush? <laughs> you sound like you're in pain, is it? What? Not? Nope, I'm good. You, have you been... Alright, yep, wounds? thanks, good night. So yeah, I think you know what I mean. Oh, I, I get you. The lusty Arcadian laugh. <laughs> hey, volumes one and two. Oh yeah, you have the sequel, so you're all set. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a seven. series. Yep. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna want the rest of them. Well, the Sealy's there for you. Open up, y'all. Turn. I have to know what happens. Yeah, you are entranced by the sure. by the book, and uh, were the tub able to go cold, it would have been. You uh, you get as far as you can get into the book before uh, the wrist goes numb. Yeah, <laughs> which one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's just fantastic. Back this sleep. <laughs> this is what D and D is all about. Sure, fucking is. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, sure enough. Yeah, you read uh, uh, deep into that. (laughs) 
<laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah, I just go into a trance. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Great. Good night. <laughs> on, a, on an unrelated note, I do, for a moment, uh, after telling off debates going to the book that I purchased from Vasily, mm-hmm. and then think better of it and do not. Excellent. Okay, great. It uh, rests in your packs where you left it. Yeah, I just like make sure it's still there and check on it. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not. Uh, and then I will uh, attempt to sleep the night away. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. Including those 11, 12. That's not very good. Your sleep is restless and interrupted by vivid dreams. Whispers you were never meant to hear, but heard nonetheless. And his face comes to you multiple times. <laughs> Anything else from anyone? No, 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 no. Fantastic. Great right then. For the rest of you, the night passes uneventfully. Though in the morning, a sighting. As you tussle through the night, finding it difficult to separate dream from reality, you are what you assume to be awoken by. Oh, uh, right. Um, As you stir, you sort of like maybe sleepily look out the window, and the the sun is just like beginning to suggest that it's coming up. Uh, a, a moment, please. Sorry. Um, let me get somewhat decent. No, I'm sure there's a robe they have somewhere. Yes, there's a whole armoire set up for you. I'll throw in the fluffiest robe they have. You do so. It is fluffy. Voluminous, in fact. Ah, oh, that's nice. Do come in, please. The door uh, slowly it opens a crack, and through it emerges the head of Marian Starkov. Already in full regalia. She's probably already been up for three hours doing makeup and getting dressed. Uh, <laughs> but she enters the room. Rise and shine, my darling dove. It is time to greet the day. Now, don't you forget you did promise to take breakfast with me. I certainly did. And I, if you'll give me but a moment to get myself properly decent... Take as much time as you need. I still need to wake your companion. They, I'm sure, will take perhaps more time. Oh, but of course, but of course, but of course. Do take all the time you need. I do forget that our courtly customs are so alien to those who dwell outside the city. Yeah. Been many places, but uh, never adopted one very long. But thank you, my lady. I shall be ready post-haste. But of course, but of course. I shall leave you to it, then. Kind of you. Uh, you two, then, mm-hmm. are then awoken with the most passive-aggressive of... Uh, I think someone's trying to attack us. I think someone's knocking on the door. Uh, I go over and I... Uh, who is it? Oh, but it is your newest and dearest friend, Marion Starfall. Pardon us, my lady, we're not uh, quite decent yet. Would you like to come in? Oh, no, please. Do take whatever time it is you need to make yourselves presentable. I often forget, due to the rigours of court life, that it is not the practice of everyone who dwells outside our walls to behave so. 
not to the door. Was that a yes or a no? <laughs> Thank you for the door. But of course, please, I shall await you in the hall. I don't let her know that I've walked away from the door, I just do it. <laughs> Kushak, you are perhaps over, I don't know what your sleep schedule is like, but again in the wee hours of the morning, you hear something upon your door. Whoever it is is very lucky that uh, Kashek is not dwarf because he would shoot the door with his crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You hear a door, a voice coming from beyond the door. Uh, Kashek, my dear lad, care for a fox hunt? I could do this. <laughs> oh, most yeah. capital. Please do emerge when you are quite ready. Indeed. Uh, yeah, so I will um, go... And, well, I'll put on my standard attire, I suppose, with my little uh, capelets included as well. Uh, it just goes to about, like, maybe mid-back, bright pastel color. Um, the hat as well. You know, see if there's any jewelry in the uh, armoire. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is some scattered fare, in fact. Yes. A little uh, a little ostentatious for your taste, perhaps, but it is there. It's in the arm bangles, I'll... Uh, yeah, there's sort of like wristlets that perhaps you can slide on. Sure, I'll slide a couple on the right wrist. Mm-hmm. Most excellent. See if they clash with my golden skin tone. <laughs> they do not. Well, if we're borrowing, I suppose I might as well do just fine. Uh, and then I will, after once again making sure, actually I will um, stash my stuff, if at all possible, in a different location in the okay. room. Mm-hmm. Um, same method? Same method, mm-hmm. uh, but attempt to make sure that it is properly obscured from vision. You do so. And then I will go to the door, open it, step out of the hallway, mm-hmm. ready for Marianne. Uh, you see her uh, splendidly dressed in the hallway, awaiting for you, and as you step out of the room, she takes her fan and sort of like, Oh, cat! I hope I didn't waken you too early. The duties of the ladies at court never rest, you understand. No, the traveling lifestyle does lend itself to being flexible with one's sleeping habits. Ah, but of course, the rustic lifestyle must indeed be flexible to survive, I suppose. Very much, <laughs> quite literally. Mm. Well, we shall just wait upon your companions and then we shall set out to morning tea. Yeah, I won't take too long. I very gently deposit the little one. Yes, who slept peacefully through the night despite his owlish nature. And as you set him down in the morning, his eyes blink open a little bit and he looks dolefully up at you. I don't want to go either, but I still have to. Please behave yourself when I'm gone. And he sort of uh, immediately begins pawing at the furniture. Stop. Stop that. Hey, stop that. No. You're going to make me very upset if you keep doing that. And I kind of look like just as dolefully back at him. He puts his paw down. Oh. <laughs> and I like look over at my cloak with the hood and the cowl that I usually use as my mask, and I painfully leave it behind. I shouldn't. Whatever you would like. You should be comfortable. I think. I'm not in anything. I don't have anything fancy. I do myself up and then. <sighs> All right, let's go. Let's do this. Leaving your room. Yeah. Uh, you come out into the hallway seeing Alcyone standing with Lady Starfall in the hall already. And 
and as you exit, she turns to you and says, Oh, capital! Well, attendance is set then. Please do follow me to the tea garden. Morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning, Arsene. Tea it is then. And she sort of busily begins stomping off down the hill. You also see Mr. Starfall standing in the hall outside Kashek's door. Love Kashek. Um. Good morning, fair ladies. I do hope you uh, do enjoy today's festivities. Uh, I, at the risk of uh, going saying a bit too much, my wife has gone well out of her way to provide for you. <laughs> oh, that's very wonderful of her. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Well, we look forward to seeing you this evening, then, my lord. But of course, I shall be there with bells on. I shudder to think that she's gone out of her way for our behalf. That's not necessary. Oh, but we are most happy to do it. Uh, after all, what sort of liaisons to the city would we be if we did not show you a good time? Um, just a fair bit of advance notice. Kashek tends to take things quite literally. Ah, well, sport is something that all gentlemen, I believe, intrinsically understand. I'm sure we shall get along capitally. Right then. Hey, you emerge. I open the door after Yeah, right. Out. Ah, yes, as if on cue. Kashek! I do believe you shall make a fine fox hunter. Do follow me to the garden maze. Good morning, Kashek. Gentle morning to you. Gentle morning to you as well. I guess I'll follow the ladies back out. You do so. You make your way through the palace and out yeah. into the courtyard. What? The transformation which has taken place in the few hours between when you arrived last night and when you awoke this morning is stunning. Perhaps maybe even thought impossible by non-magical means. But the courtyard is transformed. Stalls, banners, fence posts, and uh, fancies of all kinds have been set up in the intervening hours. The courtyard has been transformed to look like a fair or parade grounds. Already, bit people are bustling throughout the squares, music musicians tuning their instruments and beginning to get ready for the day's festivities. Vendors setting up their stalls, beginning to peddle their wares. And the uh, members of the court already mulling about excitedly, whispering amongst themselves. Your respective starfalls for you three, Marianne, and for you, Kashek, Galen, uh, launch sort of into an excited expose on the, uh, the, the festivities you're about to investigate. Yes, but of course, the founding day feast is the most exquisite and sublime of celebrations, and so, for such a rare opportunity, not an hour of daylight may be wasted. And so we start the festivities rather early. Of course. A fox hunt, a time-honored tradition. Of course, it would take quite a bit of time to take the ferry over to the mainland and find a forest rife with, with vulpine congress waiting to be found. And so we've come up with a bit of a, a tradition facsimile that appropriates such a, a festive occasion for such a day. I, I dare say you've hunted a fox or two in your time, my new friend Kashek. Your species wandered the desert, yes. Capital. Capital. Follow me. We're in the capital. Why does he keep saying this? You're on your own. I'm so sorry. He said it to himself. Uh, yeah. like you three are led to a cozy tea garden. Uh, it's sort of, you know those, like, the sort of wooden, what do you call them? Like, like lattices? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trellis. 
trellis, yeah. yes, with vines growing all throughout, been set up with canopies uh, spread between, uh, giving it sort of an enclosed, cozy feel. As you enter with Marianne Starfall, you find the leaders of the court already in their right positions, all set up around many tables. All of them, as you enter the little facade, immediately... As you enter. We're in the Great British Bake Off tent, and I have a feeling that you and I are Sue and Mel. Lesbians? Lesbians? <laughs> Gay! Let's go, lesbians, let's go. There you go, okay, I gave you guys the survey. Spike it. Good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's fine. It's are, you, are, you, is it, are you saying that out loud? No, that's Robin. Pay no mind to the ladies of the court, and please, I implore, do not worry so much about those customs. I know they are far beyond your, perhaps, experience. Uh, but please, just do make yourselves comfortable at home. We are here to entertain you, after all. It's very kind of you. Thank you so much for inviting us. We didn't expect even such hospitality, knowing that we were welcome uh, here, of course, but you really have gone above and beyond for us, haven't you, my lady? I do like you, Lady Elsire. Please, take a seat. Gladly. As you take uh, as you take seats around a table, all the ladies immediately begin chattering. Uh, Marianne takes a seat at your table and with a hand sort of just gives a gesture and all the ladies immediately begin silent. You must excuse them, but they are so curious about each of you. You see, living in our enclosed and uh, extravagant bubble, we just don't get much view of the outside world, and your customs are so endearing and strange to us. Please, we do endeavour to know more. We know you, Alcione, travelled to the circus for a bit of time, is that correct? Before it was the circus, uh, I was a member, yes. Oh, how darling. A proto-circus, you must be proud. Distinctly, yes. Storytelling was quite my forte. Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> The smile does not reach the eyes. <laughs> but I'm afraid I know considerably less about you two. Please, if you'll indulge a poor old doddering housewife with a bit of your story. Well, um, I'm afraid I'm from a place quite like this one, so I don't know how interesting my stories would be to tell. Oh, well, believe you me, anything you have to say would be more than titillating to us ladies. How uncomfortable do you look? <laughs> you can insight check, sir. Uh, and this is a DM sanctioned insight check. <laughs> Our old deception, so. Okay. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's not very good. Nine? What'd you um, get, sir? Don't look uncomfortable. Don't look super like. This is great. <laughs> then I'm gonna let. Well, go ahead. With them focused on the two of them, I'm just going to real quickly uh, off to the side, cover my mouth, mm -hmm. and uh, whisper a little message that Suri will hear in her uh, ear. Oh, fantastic. Say to her if you need me to take attention away. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Marianne is still looking expectantly at you, Suri, occasionally heavily batting her finely mascaraed eyebrows. Long sip of tea. <laughs> well, Suri and Saren both just came from the realm of Barovia, of course. Just <gasps> having reappeared in the uh, in our world, after all. The Old Valley, right out of a storybook. Oh, how exciting! 
exciting. Oh, I expect you battle all manner of giants in the clouds and grumples and snarks while you're time there. Do uh, any of those suck the blood from people? Well, I wouldn't know I've never met any, my dear. <laughs> it's mostly uh, wolves and zombies and vampires and such. There were those very pointy plant things. I knew those hags that ate children. Oh, Straight out sorry. of the fairy tales, you might say. Yes, I should indeed. Well, if I had told half the stories to my children, they should have wet their beds every night of the week. They should. You've got children. Well, yes, of course. The Star Hall name need must be carried on through the generations, of course. That's very nice. Thank you. It is. Well, I forget myself. <laughs> Tea! And we'll jump over. Okay. Uh, you are led, Kashek, to a grand sort of clipped Sorry. hedge maze, at the, at the entrance to which are gathered several courtly gentlemen mulling about, some of them smoking cigars, all of them in fine dress, some of them with heavy crossbows slung over their shoulders or under their arms. Yes, well, uh, my friend Kushek, let me introduce you to our hunter party, the hunting party this fine morning. My hunting party, this is hunter party. <laughs> <laughs> hunter party! <laughs> At your service. Gentlemen, this is Kushek. He is to be our guest of honor this evening. And they all just... So tell me, Kushek, do they have the fine tradition of fox hunting where you come from? We hunt foxes in the desert, yes. Ah, the desert! Most capital. Ah, we've all heard stories, of course, but I don't believe any of us have travelled there except perhaps on business. Uh, do tell us a bit about your life. What most interesting and capital fellow you seem to be. I am merely a wanderer. Ah, well, I bet many of our company wish they could get out of the house every now and the way, away from the old ball and chain, eh, fellas? <laughs> Well, uh, no point in bandying about. Let us begin the chase. And you actually see Chauncey uh, stroll across the lawn with a bo- with a, 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 a box with iron bars across mm-hmm. the front of it, uh, sort of heavily making his way across the lawn. And at the entrance to the hedge maze, he places it down and lifts a handle, and you see an incredibly fine fox, a red-haired fox, make its way out of the box which looks around, you immediately recognize its, its confusion and uh, fright, Kashek, as, it, as its eyes scan around its environment wildly, maybe locking eyes with you for just a moment uh, before it sort of instinctively takes off into the brambles of the hedge maze. Well, gentlemen, I believe the game is afoot. Uh, Kashek, what weapon shall you choose for this fine hunt? Well, we have a, uh, a all manner of uh, excellent tools, crossbows, longbows, if you're more of that sort, darts, uh, throwing knives, daggers, hatchets, anything you can dream of. Oh, I require none of these men weapons. Ah. Well then, let the game be afoot, gentlemen. We shall set out into the maze. And all of them sort of... It reminds me of the hunt. It reminds me of the uh, sort of immediately begin to make their way into the hedge maze. Who's gonna expect them to get a go? Do they? Am I left alone now, or does somebody stay? Alone? They begin to make their way. Uh, you're sort of a, a left. I didn't know if this was like a game or is it just a? It's an outing. I, I didn't know if there was so, competition here. 
I will not win, but <laughs> I know you will. You're probably supposed to let. It's me. just tra- it's fishing in a barrel, because you're just no 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 no. Freddy understands that. Uh huh. Because Shaq is trying to figure out if he's supposed to like just I tear ass after this fox, or if he's just supposed to like. That hasn't been explained. Let them to you. have fun. You saw a, you saw a terrified young small animal released into a hedge maze, okay, 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 and okay. a bunch of large men took off after it. I will take. I will go with them. I will walk mm-hmm. awkwardly because he would rather fly, but he understands that if he leaves them behind, it might be construed as a slight. Okay, great. See again, he doesn't understand the conventions, but he understands convention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So great. yeah, you make your way into the maze, and let's jump back to the tea garden. So, uh, it's been perhaps uh, several minutes of maybe uncomfortable conversation is your part as the ladies doldrum amongst themselves. Now, don't think you can distract me forever, young Alcyone. I'm still waiting on some juicy stories from your companion. Mistress Terran. You seem stoic and rigid. I would imagine you've had some training in your day. Where have you come from? Truth be told, I'm not exactly sure, but best I can place would be um, the monastery was somewhere in the mountains uh, near Caradrin. The mountains, you say? Yeah. Whew, a savage from the world's edge. Well, allow me to welcome you to our most humble court of civilization. Thank you. Oh, you're most graciously welcome. My apologies for lowering the median knowledge on your customs. Oh, not at all. Do not mistake me. We are titillated. It is very rare that we get to meet one of your ilk. So barbaric and unusual as you are. I've been called so many times, yes. I hope you don't find our customs too overwhelming. I find almost everything overwhelming, my lady. Please do not trouble yourself. Oh, I have no doubt. Welcome all the same. Thank you. Just like very archly sip my tea. (laughs) Well now, you can't keep us all in suspense. We all heard of your deeds yesterday, slaying the dragon or whatever it was. Now we all intend to know, who shall you deliver the good news to first? Which of our brave and stoic successors? To be honest, we could just rally them all up in the hallway and deliver news to all three at once. Seems to save a great deal of trouble. Well, agreed. Certainly you could, but what would we gain from that? Imparting information? (laughs) I suppose in the most literal sense. Expediency in returning to your excellent festivities, my lady. But of course. Well, shall we have cakes? Cake sounds wonderful right now. Excellent. Let's jump back over to the maze. <laughs> <laughs> you are in the hedge maze, Kashek. What would you like to do? Hedge. What are they doing? So uh, you get in and you go about 10 feet. You're going to be okay. And then it sort of splinters off into multiple directions. And all the gentlemen <laughs> in multiple directions. <laughs> so game is the court, Kashek. Don't linger too long or you shall fall behind and the prize shall ne'er be won. Are they remaining in a group? So they break off into like multiple groups. Each Wonderful. I am going to break off on my lonesome. Okay, great. <laughs> Thank Christ. I wait until they're out of view. Uh, or mm-hmm. at least out of view in terms of like... It doesn't take long. They, they sort of all immediately take yeah. corners, yeah. 
I'm going to cast locate animals. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you did make the druid go into a fox hunt. Yep, I did. Uh, I did. So all the men go <laughs> off in their separate directions. You cast your spell and immediately sense the fox is on directly the other side of the hedge maze that you are standing in currently. The other side of the maze or the other side of the hedge? The hedge. So I'm next to it, basically. Yeah, to your east. Wonderful. Can I jump over and just... <laughs> you can fly, so yes. Yeah. So I will I will fly up, land on top of the hedge for a second, mm-hmm. stealthily. Sure. Uh, um, yeah, give me a stealth check. Sure. Hey, first roll of the night. We've <laughs> yeah. uh, done a couple. For him. Couple. For me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thirteen. Yep. The fox doesn't notice you. But as you look down on it, it's sort of like crunched up into a corner of the maze, its tail wrapped around it, its ears folded back, sort of like squibbling its head back and forth, checking its surroundings. I can see it without the spell's help now. Yeah, it was literally on the other side of the wall. Yeah, cool. I would like to attempt to restrain the fox by... Uh, kind of dive-bombing it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Roll the hit. Uh, so that would be my talons attack bonus? Yeah. Yeah. 15. Yeah, definitely. You swoop down and with your claw-like talons land directly on top of the fox. You land on top of him. He whimpers a little but seems resigned to his fate. He looks up at you for a second uh, with his big brown eyes and then seems to like lay his head against the soft grass resigned to his fate. I'll hold him there for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I uh, uh, hogtie it? Sure. Uh, like by its, by its legs. Four limbs together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a, like a dex check. Ten. Yeah, you do so. Awesome, I will sling that on the back of my quarterstaff and try to go find the gang. Yeah, uh, just as you finish tying it around... Actually, let me rephrase that entirely. I'm going to fly up until I see the gang and then fly down to them. <laughs> I need to remember up in Erica. Yeah, uh, so you you need not even, even as you finish tying the, the creature up, around the com- corner comes Galen and a couple of other of the gentlemen, and they see you there having hogtied the fox. Ah! Capital, my boy! I knew we had a hunter in this one. Well, put him out of his misery and we shall feast. What are your plans for this fox? Well, he should be part of the feast tonight. Wonderful. Y'all thought I was going to release oh, him. Oh, no! <laughs> Not I for a were, second. Okay. I thought you were going to eat it. See, Freddy doesn't want to do this. Well, yeah. Oh, they're so cute. What you gonna do there, Kashek? Mm-hmm. Oh, Kashek's gonna do it. it, it he has... Snap its little neck? Yeah, might as well. You just snap its neck. Owls do the fun thing where they can come down and just like, bam, right in the back of their heads and done. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. I do that, basically. Yeah, basically. I'm not even gonna make you roll. Uh, you use your sort of natural hunting instincts. You know you know how this goes. Whichever way is quickest and painless. Mm-hmm. The fox already seems resigned. It goes painlessly. And as you hold his limp body, all the gentlemen cheer. Uh, I knew we had a fine one. Come, let us go to the kitchens and hand it off. We shall feast upon this rowdy creature tonight at the feast. Wonderful. Come with me, my new friend, Kashek. He, like, slings an arm over you, clapping you on the shoulder. And you make your way back <laughs> towards the palace. And we zoom back to the sea garden. Cakes were delivered to you. Great. And then followed by moments of excruciating silence. 
as all the ladies sip their tea and eat their sandwiches. I have Suddenly, and almost as if on cue, paying no attention to you. I'll eat my cakes. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I give, I, I wait until um, Lady Fallen Star is not looking, and then I will, like, slight of handedly slide aside anything that's sweet on my plate. Okay, give me a slight of hand check. Natural 20. Nice. Yeah, you do so. <laughs> total. Oh, uh, the total is a uh, 25. You do so. Yeah. Oh my god, mine's sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I not indecorously, but helpfully, <laughs> with gusto. Great, go to town on the cakes. What's this tea like? What's this tea situation? Up in that house it's very fine. She burned it. Appreciation yeah. for food. Okay. No, it's very fine. Oh, mm-hmm. I enjoy my tea. Do what? What's the vibe I'm getting from the silence? Is it? It's not due to us. It, it's you seem sort of like, regardless of our insight check. Don't fuck this up. Yeah, all right. 24. They're just playing games no one else knows the rule to. Great. This is just what they do. This is what they fill their lives with. Whether you choose to be a part of it or not is up to you. Then I relax and do not... I'm not... I'm not withholding any sound. (laughs) Yeah. It's what the royal family does in Britain. Yeah. They're trying to match... Suitor, it's what they did to Diana. They literally will just take them up to a castle in Scotland and fuck with them all weekend to see how yeah. well they can handle the stress. It's, yeah, it's they're disgusting. they're stress testing you. Yeah, mm-hmm. then I'm paying them no mind whatsoever. Oh, I've been training for this one. Digging into these cakes. <laughs> yeah, what are you all doing? Oh, I'm just always stressed, so I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm actually watching Surrey because I got like a weird vibe off her when we got in, and I'm just like, is she okay? Just sipping my tea and eating my cakes. So you all just lean into the silence. So used to being neither seen nor heard. Very used to being silent. You guys win. (laughs) A full, like, ten minutes of no speaking. Marianne Starfall lifts her head again. And she's being sweet, but it's sort of through gritted teeth now. Well, I'd hate to keep you all from the festivities of the day. Please, don't let us keep you. Enjoy the grounds, the games, the festivities. I think some of the carnival games should amuse you just fine. Easily amused does make for an exciting life. Thank you endlessly for your invitation, my lady and my ladies. It's been a delight getting to know you all this morning. But of course... I do hope you consider me our newest and dearest friend. And do not hesitate to call on me any time you need something in the capital. I shall call on you like a sister, my lady. (laughs) Thanks. Shall I be off, my friends? I give her, like, the most elaborate bow I know how to do, barring the one that I reserved, like, strictly for our masters. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, just the most ornate one I know how. And my sincerest apologies if my lack of custom has offended you in any way. I know. We knew that going in and tried to accommodate. My sincerest thanks. You have it. I bow again, then we leave. That's, yeah, we, we're up. I leave wordlessly. <laughs> Excellent! <laughs> okay! Go to the scorn of the court, ladies! Check! <laughs> Look, man. 
You gotta get and let them know what you're about. You're right. It's about scoring them. You're right. This is why I love D&D. Okay. By the time you're leaving the tea garden, it's around the same time you see uh, the gentleman emerge from the hedge maze. All arms clapped. A celebratory mood around Kashek emerging, brandishing a dead fox in the air. At least one of us has had a decent night. I don't know about the both of you, but I had quite a lovely time there. A lot of information gained, at least. <laughs> Absolutely. Do I see them? Yeah. I'll walk over. You do so. Congratulations. For what? They seem to be quite uh, enamored with you. You also won a prize. Oh, they are impressed by my ability to catch a simple creature. That seems to be the way of these folk. You three look miserable. <laughs> I don't enjoy being treated as if I'm in a zoo. They were absolutely boring and somewhat offensive. Very offensive. What is this? To my best understanding, it's where you place creatures that you deem different enough from you and go to stare at them for a while. To what end? <laughs> Entertainment. How pointless. Agreed. Indeed. So, by the time you emerge from your respective activities, the sun is now up in the sky. You reckon it's probably like eight in the morning now at this point. But nonetheless, the festivities are in full swing. As you emerge from the tea garden and hedge maze respectively, you see a carnival of festivities. There are games, throwing darts and ring tosses. There is our, our uh, line dances or organized and orchestrated to musicians playing throughout the square. Uh, there is fine food and wine, all of which are at your disposal should you choose. You can do whatever you want, or we can fast forward to the feast, whatever you so choose. Should we talk to the successors before tonight's festivities? I think so. I believe that would be wisest. I... <laughs> I'm sure they know by this point, but oh it God. does seem... I just realized something. What? I may have inadvertently told one of them already. That makes things interesting, doesn't it? I didn't mean to! It seemed rude. I'm certainly not blaming you for anything there, Saren. But this will no doubt be interpreted in favor. Uh, I think the four of us... I should probably have a talk and see if we're all in agreement if we must choose. How about we then retire to uh, one of our rooms for a moment to have a discussion, then we can go discuss with the successors <coughs> and then have ourselves a lovely day before the festival itself in the evening, yes? Sure. Yes, sounds good. Can we make it our room? If that pleases you. I just need to go check on something. Easily. If you'll allow me to um, stop by mine first. Of course. Of course. So you're heading back to your chambers. Mm-hmm. Great. So you make your way back to the, out of the courtyard to the palace grounds. What you all notice, as you make your way back to the palace, you haven't seen any of the successors yet at the festivities. And as you make your way back into the palace, you're followed by a number of court nobles who are trying to appear natural. Mm-hmm. But they're following you. How closely? As close as they can without being apparently following you. 
as we round the corner, the first one to round after us, I'll reach for one of the throwing stars on my belt. I'm not actually going to throw it, <laughs> but I am going to be very convincing about turning really quick and having it poised. <laughs> yeah, you do so. As you round the corner, uh, you see a gentleman. Oh, God! Christ! Oh, my goodness. My, oh. my apologies, sincerely, <laughs> my lord. <laughs> you gave me a good fright. I bow to him. <laughs> oh, get me on. Enjoy the day. My apologies again, my lord. No. Oh, none needed. None needed. Lock a pleasure eyes. to have you here in the capital. And I lock eyes and like very slowly put it back in my belt. Then I turn and leave. <laughs> I'm going to pop in my room again just to make sure my stuff has been tampered with. Uh, yeah, as you come to your wing of the building, Chanti, as ever, standing surreptitiously outside. Are you enjoying the festivities, those four masters and mistresses? Chanti, have you had the chance to enjoy any of the festivities? My festivity is suiting to your needs. Wonderful. Could you take this down to the chef? Do you have the fox? Yes, I do. Ah. Oh. But of course, Master Kushaki no. would be my pleasure. And he just sort of like, uh, yes, but of course. Anything else you'd be needing? That is all. For me? I'm good. Thank you, Chansey. But of course. And he sort of looks over his shoulder. It appears we've drawn quite a crowd. Yep. Yes. Uh, I would have expected as much. I believe they seek to know who you report the news of the worm slaying to. The politics of court life are as silly as they are important. True Everything you do here. And I hope I do not overstep my bounds, masters, mistresses. But everything you do here has meaning. Well, Chauncey, truth be told, now that I think of it, you would have heard about the one of the ones slain. You shall be king! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I take your meaning. It was Master uh, Hector. He was bombarded when he returned to the palace to go to his offices by the court nobles. He did try. It should be known, masters and mistresses. He did try. Oh, that poor man, it's hardly his fault. No, but the members of the court, they are irascible. And they wrested the news of the purple worm from him. I'd hardly ask him to keep it under wraps. It's quite an accomplishment for a young captain. Indeed. Thank you, Chauncey, for your honesty with us. I exist solely to serve. You needn't question trust in me during your stay in the capital. <laughs> yeah, same. She, she questioned. Oh no, not question. That's the. I wasn't actually insight checking. Chauncey. Oh, he said I exist to serve, and she went bing. No, you don't. And I cracked her knuckles <laughs> metaphorically. I go back into our room and yeah. see what furniture the little one has destroyed. He's been well behaved. Ah. As you two enter your room, he perks his head up. It's now a relatively relevant hour of the morning, and he is up. And so as you enter. He perks his head up, pads his way across the bed, looks over the side of it. He's doing that thing where like he wants to get down, but it's too high. It's just a little bit too high for him. 
So he just keeps looking over the side of the bed and then back at you and then over the side of the bed. I kneel in front of the bed. I don't pick him off of it, but I do raise my hands up like halfway. You can jump. Explore. He puts an exploratory pad out and just you can jump. makes sure that your hands are steady. I got you. And then he readies and wiggles his little bum and jumps into your hands. I can't jump. You do so. You will very well be hanged while it is gone. I'm very proud of you. I don't know if that owlbear has an expression of proud of himself, but he has it. <laughs> and he closes his eyes and goes back and forth. And he loves his scritches. Oh, right in between the eyes. Yeah. Oh, that's his favorite spot. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> Good morning. That was terrible. It was awful. That was horrible. God. Glad it's over. Yeah, me too. Are we all at this point, I suppose? Sure, come in. Were all of those ladies human? Yeah. <sighs> okay, anyway. Well, there are canaries in a cage to them, I hated. I like the way I am. I do too. Yeah. Think nothing of the drivel they spout out of their mouths. Oh, I won't. Their Still. opinions are less than swill. Does it Still seem like insulting. there's anything been left in here? Like I asked Kirik to do last night. And bring back some like breakfast for him. Oh yes, uh huh. In fact, as you come back in on the same table in which he placed the bath ingredients for Surrey the night before, you get the impression that he didn't quite know what the baby ate. So there is a there are assorted bowls of fruits, meats, seeds, just a bunch of different foods laid out. I take the tray over onto the bed and I will eat some of the fruit. <laughs> Let the baby eat whatever he wants. The baby eats pretty much anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, unfortunately, the one that I may have accidentally told last night was our uh, Elysia. So what do I have to do now? Oh, one moment, please. And I'm going to go over to the door as it's closed and just give it a quick thump. Looking for Just what? in case anyone's uh, on the other side of it with their press to it. Uh, you don't get the impression anyone's in this room. The crowd that followed you seemed to wait sort of at the entrance of the hallway to the to your chambers. Still did it, but uh, I think we're all right. Good. I don't wonder if there's no any merit to drawing them all together and telling them all three at the same time. I agree. It is interesting. The fact that uh, Elisha did technically find out first, even if we tell all three of them together, I wonder if she will. You make sense? I doubt she would in company do so, but... Mm. I don't I don't say that as it's a, a bad thing, but I, I think it's curious to think about going forward. I think we're very lucky that it was her, because had it been either of the other two, they might have interpreted it a bit differently to the others. You don't quite know how she interpreted it, though. That's not... Uh, perhaps I chose my words wrong. I think the other two might have learned that she learned. Had we told Casca Abernon, I think they would have told the other two that they know, but with Elasia, I feel like we might have a very slight favor in that she might not have told the other two that she knows. God, this is confusing. Politics, I'm afraid. Court life. Why are they so obsessed with where you come from? Because they all come from the same place. 
They have horrible, boring little canary lives. They treat us like that, as if we are part of a zoo. But really, they are captive in this place, this court, this lifestyle. They don't have to be. It's all made up. Of course it's all made up. All power, all structures are made up. But people believe in them, they follow them, they pay money to make them continue. Well, lives and all that. No, we are the interesting ones here, and we are the ones with any real power. I don't even need to be interesting, I just don't want to be looked at that way, gawked at. Well, the good news is, if you don't want them to see you, oh, I've got they can be removed. Oh, I was going to say, I, well, not by me. Oh. <laughs> by Mind you, I could. She said sheathing a dagger. <laughs> oh. Well, inst- well, I, it we'll was get, a joke, we'll tossing aside the rock. We'll get <laughs> But we are, for good or worse, individuals of interest and renown. If we want something, or want a lack of something, it's ours to take. I've got plenty of ways to keep people from seeing me. It's past that. She was pretty pushy. She is not one of the... uh, Successors. No, but she's important. That's the point that we should probably agree on, though. Keshek, what do you think? I am unfamiliar with the ways of court here. If you had to favor one of the three siblings to next take charge of the Republic, do any stand out to you, Keshek? I just prefer Casca. Hmm. I have not been. respect her. I don't enjoy that she claimed already that she would be the duke. Bernard would bury himself in books and lore. Legia would busy herself with the winds and wars of the people. Casca is the one with a singular purpose in her mind, and that makes her dangerous. I don't know, but I might have agreed with you until we met her. She wasn't willing to believe what others reported to her. That's what I like about her. Yeah. Like I said, I just don't enjoy that she assumed we would choose her. And I'm on paper, I suppose, if you had to give me one, clearly that I'd have picked Leisure, but when I met her, she seemed so... nebulous. Distress can quickly lead to paranoia. The paranoid people would not remain safe for long. In Casca's company? She will eventually seek to expand the borders. The Republic. This Republic was founded in the escape from an empire, yes? She seems to have designs upon making one of her own. If I had to be any judge of character, and I do not think, well, I believe we must learn from history and not uh, replicate it. We're fond of this value you just said, yes? yes that I is my worry as well. I was about to say it's the closest thing to a home I've ever known, and I don't want them I'm sticking their claws into it. My plan. No, I understand. <laughs> That's what I mean, yes. My priority is keeping Barovia safe. But I hesitate to treat her as if she's an enemy before she's 
you want to work out on me? Not an enemy, no, but to acknowledge one who is born into power and believes that they have it, has it, and will wield it however they see fit, regardless of the opinions of others. And while temperance is noble, the warrior who waits until the enemy draws their weapon finds themselves at a disadvantage. Hmm. She likely knows this. I don't know enough about Bronwyn to have an opinion. <laughs> well, I do appreciate, obviously, his interests and goals. I do not know well if they line with rulership, if you take my meaning. Which one do you think would be most easily swayed by our new friends? The court, you mean? The fallen stars. It is curious. You would... I don't know a great deal about court life, but I have witnessed a few things in my travels, at least to these noble places. A ruler who spends their day in books is a ruler who delegates, who gives decisions to others at times. While I believe that spending one's life in books is more than a worthy goal, perhaps not for a ruler of a nation. Elysia, I do not know whether I favor her, but she seems to have objectives in mind. Though they seem nebulous, Aid is her goal, and so she will seek that, and she will not wait on others so to do. That, to me, seems to have as equal a drive, perhaps, as her sister, though it presents differently. Does also not doubt its own risks. Distinctly. I a worry. leader that can be swayed by the whims of her people is no leader. I also worry that if, if we rely on the threat how willing she would be to mobilize. We don't know enough about all three of them. So, it's still my opinion that we tell all three at the same time. You've already just had that happen. Keep up the facade, <laughs> then. I think perhaps that might be the best idea for now. We are not expected to <laughs> immediately choose one this evening. But are we not? Are we not? You may want that. Who can say? Well, it will be in for an interesting night if they do so. Speaking of which, should we not pick up our clothes at some point? We should. It is still early in the day. I want to give true. her <laughs> at so least perhaps until is. afternoon. That's are we agreed to attempt to tell all three of them? Almost immediately. Well, of an idea. Why not tell them together? That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like literally in the same place. Yes. Okay. Um. Is it indecorous to just go have a night in the hall? Is there a place that all three of them can meet? They are still in their home. What if they come here? <laughs> oh, I don't. Well. You don't think they would deign themselves to come to no, the second just... floor? You could I... invite them to dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Power move. Well, dinner tonight is the feast. Yeah, they're hosting. We're inviting them, though. <laughs> <laughs> If we own Honor Guard, we could send people dinner invitations. <gasps> it comes full circle. Yes. <laughs> That's the reason. We resurrect Strahd just to invite him no. to dinner. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, you moldy bitch. <sighs> Hallway it is then. All right. Oh, all right. This is the last thing I'll say. 
We can be ready for nothing tonight, so be ready for everything tonight. There's no telling what will happen at this feast. If I were going to gather all the important people of the capital together in one place, it might cause some mischief. Even if no mischief is planned, (laughs) mischief can still occur. I'll be keeping my eyes out, and I trust you all will as well. We're no fools. tired of being brought to places and then needing to save, save the place. <laughs> Having this responsibility just give and take it. Chores all the time. Yes, sir. That feels like a pretty And... Place. You step out of your chambers and we'll call it there. Yeah. yeah. We're about to go to... Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much. Thank you.